Hey y'all, it's Janice here, aka J Nice on the mic, and this is Dirty Diversity, a podcast on all things diversity, equity, and inclusion. This podcast is called Dirty Diversity because in this day and age, diversity has become sort of a dirty or bad word that causes a lot of knee-jerk and negative reactions. The goal of this podcast is to dissect diversity, or lack thereof, inside and outside of companies, and also to discuss current events around equity and inclusion, as well as discussing solutions for creating a more cohesive world and workplace. My name is Janice, aka J Nice on the mic. <laughs> that was and still is my moniker on YouTube. Some of you may know I started a YouTube channel almost 10 years ago to discuss topics around race and black identity, and it seemed to really resonate with my audience. I'm also a TEDx speaker, a professor, a diversity and inclusion consultant, and a writer with a PhD in organizational psychology. Welcome to Dirty Diversity, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm so happy to have you here with me. Hello, beautiful people. It is Jay Nice on the mic, back with another episode, episode 36 of the Dirty Diversity Podcast. I've been recording these a little bit late um, because of my new book. I've been working on a lot of book stuff, book number two stuff, and so my Sundays have been a little preoccupied, and Sundays is normally when I record the podcast, so I'm recording this late, but it'll still go out on Mondays, um, so better late than never. Today, I want, today is one day from the election, and the U.S. presidential election, and I just wanted to talk really, really, um, it might be, this might be more of a brief episode, but I just wanted to share my self-care tips for people who do diversity, equity, inclusion, and anti-racism work. Because I think that this week is going to be stressful for all of us in the U.S. and even those of you who are not in the U.S. just because I think the world is on edge. U.S., the United States is a world superpower and I think a lot of people follow what's going on in the U.S. even if they're not there. Everyone knows somebody in the U.S. so I think that um, the prospect of a new administration or possibly the same administration is very, um, it gives people anxiety. So I wanted to share what I'm doing to take care of myself. And hopefully you can adopt some of these activities. Um, if you have any other ideas for self-care um, during this time, especially as someone who does DEI or anti-racism work, please um, reach out to me. Let's connect on um, Instagram. I'm on Instagram the most. My Instagram is in the show notes. But um, let's get right into it. So the first thing that I did um, for self-care uh, <clears throat> is um, in March, uh, the week of March 17th. So that's when, so New York City shut down uh, March 17th um, because of COVID uh, of 2020. And what I did was around that time, I turned off my post notifications. So I used to get to my iPhone 
um, news notifications and sorry, I said post notifications. That's wrong. I turned off my news notifications. So I used to get um, CNN and all of the news outlets would send me updates. I think most of us get some sort of news updates to our phones. And I was realizing that leading up to the U.S. shutdown, I was getting a lot of anxiety and stress from seeing the constant death tolls that COVID was causing. And um, so one very simple self-care tip that I did was to turn off my news notifications. I didn't need to see constant, constant, constant um, news. It brought me, again, a lot of just, it was causing me a lot of stress, so I turned that off. So that's something super simple you can do. And I haven't turned them back on since March, so it's been, what, almost eight months now. Um, haven't had those news notifications on. So that's number one. Number two is something that y'all know I always talk about this. I'm big about this, but especially during the, the next few weeks, um, I think all of us need to be getting rest. There are apps on our phones um, that can track your sleep or that you can set up to track your sleep. Um, you can download, even if you don't have a Fitbit, you can download the Fitbit app and the Fitbit app will show you, um, the Fitbit app will show you how much sleep you're getting. If you have a Fitbit, it will measure, um, four different types of sleep. It'll measure your REM sleep, your deep sleep, your light sleep, and when you are awake. So actually that's three types of sleep. But, um, so what what I like about the Fitbit app is that there was a time period when I my Fitbit was kind of not working. It was kind of malfunctioning, and it wasn't fully measuring my sleep. So on the Fitbit app, you can actually um, let the Fitbit know when you're going to sleep, and then let the Fit um, let the Fitbit app know when you're waking up. So it won't measure like, okay, when you were awake, when you were this, when you were that, I think it'll just tell you an approximate amount of time like that you were sleeping. So maybe seven hours straight or eight hours straight. But I um, am very meticulous about measuring my sleep. I, I'm a firm believer in you can't improve something that you don't measure. So I am very, very like, I think that that's something very important to me. I am huge with sleep. I don't care if I'm, uh, you know, I talked about this, I think, in last week's episode, but I don't care if I'm, you know, if, if a majority of the billionaires and CEOs and Warren Buffett and this person and that person wakes up at 4 a.m. to get their day started. Some days I go to sleep at 4 a.m. I'm just a night owl. And I, um, one really good book that I would recommend is called, I think it's called, uh, what's, it's not what's your chronotype. It's called, um. I don't I don't even remember actually but it was written by this the the sleep doctor who created chronotypes or who who categorized chronotypes um and the I, I don't is it the power of when I think it's called the power of when I, I should know the name um I, I I'm not even remembering I'm blanking so I'm gonna find it and put it in the show notes but um it, it was a book that tells you based on your chronotype um when is an optimal time to do everything? So he talked about when's the right time to eat, to be intimate with your partner, to um, go to the gym, all of these things. And um, I think it's called The Power of When, actually. Um, it was written by a sleep doctor. And so I think my chronotype is a wolf. Um, and I'm a night owl, super night owl. 
Um, I'm either a wolf or a bear, I believe. So um, based on that, I, I optimize um, and I know like I, I know when is best for me to do. I do work late at night. I work really well late at night or in the evening. I make sure I get my sleep or my, I measure my sleep. My goal is always seven hours. Um, it's been difficult these last few months. There's just been so much going on. Um, but I strive for seven hours on average um, per day, per night. Um, so about seven hour per night average per week. Um, I've been getting six. Uh, last week I got six hours and 52 minutes average sleep per night. So I was a little disappointed. I was right below seven. But are you getting sleep? Make sure you are getting sleep. And I know a lot of us, a lot of my fa uh, friends and family members have been saying they can't sleep. They have insomnia leading up to the election. Um, I would encourage you. I've never taken melatonin before, but I know a lot of people do take melatonin, which is a sleep, a natural sleep aid. Um, me personally, I've, I I should be really grateful and blessed and thankful of the fact that I'm just like a sleeper. <laughs> my friends and family <clears throat> are all, uh, a lot of them are, a lot of my friends and my partner is always jealous because he's like, you can sleep, like nothing wakes you, you know, like I once I'm out, I'm out. One thing about me, it takes me a long time to fall asleep, whereas I have my close friends once their eyes close, they're out. Like, I'm not one of those people that falls asleep in movies or while watching movies. I'm, I'm like, it takes me a while to fall asleep, probably um, 20 to 35 minutes or so to actually fall asleep. But when I'm out, honey, I am out. So making sure you're prioritizing sleep, especially this week, next week, it's going to be a lot, y'all. So we need to protect our ourselves, protect our bodies, and protect our energy, um, another thing, speaking of protecting our energy, I don't go back and forth with people on social media, um, doing DEI work, doing anti-racism work, especially, and being very vocal about it on social media. I've noticed when you use certain hashtags or certain keywords, trolls end up in your, um, in your mentions or in your comment section. I don't go back and forth. I just, I delete, block, delete, block, or I leave the comment up and I don't engage. And when you don't, um, something cannot grow or cannot become more if you don't give it energy. So I think being mindful of where we're giving our energy, I try to give my energy to things that are positive and put out positive energy into the world. And if something is going to take me out of character or um, is an energy vampire, I remove that thing from my life or I don't engage with it. So when it comes to arguing with your your college roommate on Facebook or your old manager, I don't even get on Facebook, honestly. Facebook is like, you know, it's it's a lot going on on Facebook. So me personally, it's too much for me. So I really stick to LinkedIn and Instagram. I'm on Instagram the most. Um, LinkedIn, sometimes it feels like you have to, you know, ha I can be, it's more professional. On Instagram, I feel like I can be a little bit more of myself, especially on my Instagram stories. I am able to share things and certain people watch your stories. Not everyone that follows you watches your stories. So I think you can be a little bit more intimate on your um, Instagram stories as far as like I share different things about me on my stories. So, you know, I, I would encourage you not to go back and forth with people. 
you know, unless you're getting paid to go back and forth with people, but it still is energy sucking. So I don't, I don't even engage with people because a lot of people's sole purpose is to bring other people down and spread negativity. So I don't even feed into that. Um, what I've also done, and I'll leave a link in the show notes, I created on Spotify, I created a Black Pride and Power playlist. Uh, you, you know, y'all know I love alliteration. Um, so it's BPPP, but if you search uh, Black Pride and Power playlist or, or just click the link in the show notes, um, you'll see I have a link to a playlist with over 60 songs I created on, or I curated rather on Spotify. And these are songs that give me a sense of pride in being black, that make me feel good, that like warm my soul and warm my heart. So I think like, um, I also created, which I never shared it, but I created like a sunshine playlist for 2020. When COVID hit, I was adding songs to this like playlist. And, um, you know, Bob Marley is an artist that I love. I deeply admire his music is just makes, makes me feel so good and makes me feel empowered, makes me feel proud to be a black person. Um, because he speaks on social issues. He also just makes music that makes you think deeply and feel good. So I really love Bob Marley. And, um, um, so uh, listening to music that that music can really really change our mood you know so i'm more mindful now than when i was younger of like the lyrics in the music that i listen to so um what am i listening to i love my trap music um yeah if y'all don't know what trap music is google t r a p music um that's the type of music i actually like but when it comes to me feeling empowered and feeling just like warming my heart and making my heart just smile. Um, there's certain music that does that for me and does that to me. So I think curating a playlist, having your friends, um, I talk about this in my uh, first book, Dirty Diversity, but having your coworkers curate a playlist is fun. Um, I've never done that, but it just seems like something really fun and it can bring you all together. But even curating a playlist with your friends where each person adds a couple songs that will get y'all like in a certain mood, you add it to a playlist and it's a shared playlist between you and your friends or between, you know, whomever. Um, music is re a really powerful way to uplift us and change our mood. So I think um, making sure always you're, you're setting the mood or setting the tone for the day with music, um, but especially this week when um, there is going to be a lot of chaos, a lot of um, mixed emotions, a lot of different energy, um, music can, can really help to uplift you. So I would definitely suggest that. And while we're on the topic, I, um, I didn't add this to my list. Y'all know when I create these episodes, I have a list of, um, or I have my notes and, um, I didn't add this to, to my list, but one thing that I do do personally in my life is every morning I do, um, it's not quite a meditation. It's a contemplation. Um, so I'm a spiritual student of a, uh, practice called Ekinkar. And one of the things that we do in Ekinkar is we sing a, um, we sing a word that uplifts us and that, um, uplift, uplifts, excuse me, our vibration. So I sing this word, H-U, and it's sung like, hue. So I sing that out. Um, it's similar to if any of you are familiar with the, the word OM, O-H-M. 
um, which is an ancient word that is sung. Hue is very similar. I feel like hue puts me at a higher vibration, but every morning I sing this for about, I try to do, I strive for 20 minutes. It usually isn't 20 minutes. It's usually 10 minutes. Um, but I know that when I sing this holy word, I'm in better alignment. Um, I just feel better. I, um, my heart is opened to love. So I would definitely recommend meditating, um, doing some sort of morning contemplation where you're singing an ancient and an, a holy word or doing something that uplifts your vibration. And I'm actually really happy because we're exiting out of Mercury retrograde. The last three weeks have been wild. Mercury retrograde, uh, on Halloween we had a full moon. It was just a lot of just weird energy. I know I mentioned it in last week's episode. Um, but, you know, we are, um, you know, tomorrow, uh, November 3rd, election day is the last day of Mercury retrograde. I'm so happy about that. And I'm so happy this election will be over, you know. But uh, making sure that you are taking time to, um, to just... Um, to make sure that your vibration is high and is staying high and that you are not letting these outside factors bring you and bring your vibration down. Um, also at this time, I would encourage you to lean on friends and family and people that bring you joy and bring and love you, um, for support. Having different events, I think where a lot of us are zoomed out, but having like Zoom parties and Zoom events is something that's really fun and that I would definitely recommend to everyone. Um, I'm actually uh, doing like a, a little game night with my friends in um, the upcoming weeks. So um, leaning on the people that you love for support. And then lastly, um, exercise. And I need to do a better job of this, but um, I do a lot of weightlifting, but I need to do a better job with cardio because I notice me personally, when I do cardio, my mood shifts. And I have an Echelon bike at home, which is like a um, lower cost version of the Peloton. Um, but I have, it's it does everything that the Peloton can do. It just doesn't have the huge uh, screen on the front. Um, but so I have this Echelon bike. I use the Peloton app for it. Um, which is pretty cool, but I haven't been, it's right here in my home and I don't, I haven't been using it as much because I've just been so busy and I haven't prioritized working out, but this week especially I'm going to make sure I'm exercising. So exercising, whatever that is, whether that's doing a, a dance in your house, twerking to some music or taking a walk, it's starting to get cold in the Northeast and in many parts of the country. So it could be an outdoor walk. It could be an indoor walk. It could be running up your steps. I love listening to music and just, you know, I, I music, you know, uplifts my mood, but also, um, doing a home workout on your floor or on the bed. There's so many like YouTube is just a gold mine for all of those things. But I'm um, just making sure that, you know, you're doing something to uh, boost your endorphins to get your blood flowing. That's what's really important. Um, and I'm definitely going to try to at least make sure I'm working out. You know, I've been doing bad this these last few weeks. I would say I've only been working out two or three times a week, which is a little unusual for me. Um, but this week I'm going to really aim for like working out four days, four or five days this week. Um, and next week is, it's going to be, you know, again, it's a lot, you know, that we're, we're going to be experiencing and I just want to make sure I'm taking the best care of myself that I possibly can. 
Um, so that was, that was, you know, really wraps up today's episode. I hope that you all find these, these tips, um, for DEI, anti-racism, and just anyone, you know, who's doing this work, anyone who's not doing this work. I hope y'all find this episode helpful and insightful. Again, if you have any additional, um, self-care tips, I would love to hear them. Um, let's connect on Instagram or on LinkedIn. All the links are in the show notes and with out, uh, without further ado, I will end this episode. You know, stay safe, y'all. I'm, I might do like a midweek episode depending on how the week goes. You know, you might hear from me again this week, but if not, um, just stay safe, protect your heart, protect yourself, protect your mind. And I love you all. I appreciate you all listening. And, um, we, we're going to get through this, y'all. We definitely are going to get through this. I will, um, talk to y'all soon.